Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our sermon text today is the Old Testament reading, the story of the biblical caduceus. A caduceus is a rod with snakes on it. It's a symbol of healing and of the medical profession. The U.S. Army Medical Corps uses it as its emblem. And uh, Lutheran health ministries for a long time has had a newsletter called The Cross and the Caduceus. There's one kind of caduceus in the Old Testament lesson today, a snake-covered pole which brought healing. In the New Testament, Jesus pointed to this caduceus saying that it signified the cross on which he would be lifted up. Whoever looks upon this cross of Christ, whoever believes this is my Savior, will be healed of the poison of sin. The sin of Israel in the story makes us think of our own sins and our own condemnation which we so justly deserve. We think, for example, of selfishness and jealousy and unholy anger and unfaithfulness to vows and other duties. We often are ungrateful to the good and gracious God who has daily and abundantly showered blessings uh, upon us. And uh, we forget to thank him for his great salvation and to render him the praise that's due to his name or we do not appreciate the mercy that he gives us. We are just like the Old Testament Israelites. And when he leads us into dark and difficult days, we are often provoked and murmur just like the old Israelites. And then we, we doubt his ability to help us or his willingness to help us. And so we, we slander and insult him with our unbelief. But there's hope. Man lives in sin, and consciences are troubled by the, by the knowledge that there is a holy and righteous God and judge. The whole human race has been bitten by the snakes of sin, the old serpent, as the devil is called in the Bible, We are suffering from the deadly wounds of of sin. And we have a need of redemption. There's an old saying, flee from sin as from the face of a serpent. Do not go too near it lest it bite you. And what better picture of sin and its consequences can there be than deadly snakes crawling everywhere and doing untold harm? But there is hope. Jesus said, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up, and whoever believes on him will not perish, but will have eternal life. That caduceus, that that healing serpent in the wilderness was a type and a foreshadowing of the cross on which the Savior was to be lifted up. The crucified Savior, just as the brass serpent was lifted upon a pole, lifted up on a pole, Jesus was lifted up on the tree of life. That's the cross. And whoever believes in the crucified Lord 
will have eternal life. This is the great and the holy fact of our redemption. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God, sacrificed to make atonement for our sins, that our life might be redeemed from destruction and the wrath of God may be turned away from us. According to the prophecy, the Lord laid upon him the iniquity of us all. That's the comforting fact held up before us like the brazen serpent in every faithful preaching of the gospel and every Lord's Supper in which the body and blood of the Savior are brought to us and forgiveness is brought to us, the forgiveness that he died for. It's not often noticed or commented upon that the, the, the crucifix hanging here in our chapel has a rather snaky appearance to it. And that expresses the image of the healing serpent in the, in the scripture lesson. We have also below it the more familiar image of the Lamb of God. Now, a man from Mars visiting our chapel might well ask us, what is the Savior then? Is he like a serpent or is he like a lamb? And there are some non-Martians who would also like to hear the answer to that. These are two aspects of the great atonement for sin. The serpent points to sin and its punishment. But the sin and the and the punishment of humanity have been reckoned to to Christ as the Lamb of God sacrificed in the place of sinners. Whoever looks upon him in faith and trusting in him, that marvelous act of grace, will be saved. There's another snaky cross. So we must look upon the Christ of the cross as Israel looked upon the brazen serpent with confidence that this is the way of salvation that has been provided for us by our God. If our sins trouble us, if we are angry at ourselves because of our misdeeds, if others are angry at us and condemn us because of them, if we get to thinking that we're not fit for life, eternal life with God because of these sins. Then, as a wise man said, let us picture God's love in Christ descending upon us like snow, covering us and surrounding us. He has forgiven us for Jesus' sake, and we can lean upon him in hope and gladness. We must look to Christ because There is no other place that we can find salvation. And so it is when we look upon, when we look with faith upon the crucified Christ. All the guilt and the pain of the sickness of our sin is healed. And we have the assurance that our sins are taken away. And that we are justified for the sake of Jesus' body and blood on the cross. And forgiveness leads to new life. One who is forgiven by God then has the basis for hating those sins. Christ gave himself for us that he might cleanse us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a people for his own possession, zealous for good works. 
Titus chapter 2. This is the description of people living under, under Christ in his kingdom. And God who hates sin accepts us in spite of our sin. And gives us his Holy Spirit who empowers us to share his hatred of sin. And to gladly do his will. May it happen to us and keep on happening to us. Amen.